This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Trump admits military papers were classified in new audio clip. Biden planned to spend $42 billion to make internet access universal. And Putin dissatisfied with how he looked during brief uprising. It's Tuesday, June 27. I'm Anthony Davis. An exclusive audio recording obtained by CNN of the 2021 meeting in Bedminster, New Jersey, of former President Donald Trump discussing holding secret documents that he did not declassify. In it, Trump seemed to be showing the confidential documents to others in the room as they had a discussion about General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Portions of the audio are cited in the federal indictment of Trump over his withholding of classified documents after he left the White House. In the conversation reportedly with the writers of Mark Meadows' autobiography, Trump referred to the document and that it remained classified. As president, I could have declassified it, Trump said. Now I can't, but this is still a secret. Trump claimed in an interview with Fox News' Brett Bayer that he didn't have a document per se and instead suggested he was showing newspaper and magazine stories. Yet in the audio, Trump seems to be referring to classified material when he says, these are the papers. The classified documents were reportedly Pentagon plans for an attack on Iran. The disgraced former president's woes appear to be getting worse, as agents from the United States Secret Service have also testified before the grand jury investigating the events of January 6, 2021. Agents provided testimony as part of the grand jury's probe into whether there were any crimes committed during the January 6 attack on the U.S. Capitol. The grand jury is impaneled in Washington, D.C. by special counsel Jack Smith, who is also investigating Trump's handling of classified documents following his departure from the White House. Joe Biden's White House on Monday divvied up $42 billion among the nation's 50 states and U.S. territories to make access to high-speed broadband universal by 2030 as it launched a new campaign for President Joe Biden's economic policies. The funding under the Broadband Equity Access and Deployment Program was authorized by the $1 trillion 2021 infrastructure law Biden championed. The spending will be based on a newly released Federal Communications Commission coverage map that details gaps in access. Texas and California, the two most populous U.S. states, topped the funding list at $3.1 billion and $1.9 billion, respectively. But other less populous states like Virginia, Alabama and Louisiana cracked the top 10 list for funding due to lack of broadband access. These states have large rural areas with less internet connectivity than their major cities. 
It's the biggest investment in high-speed internet ever because for today's economy to work for everyone, internet access is just as important as electricity or water or other basic services, Biden said in a White House address on Monday. The awards range from 27 million to US territories like the US Virgin Islands to over 3.3 billion for Texas, with every state receiving a minimum of $107 million. Biden is also set to give what White House officials describe as a major economic speech tomorrow, laying out so-called Bidenomics. Russian President Vladimir Putin on Monday blasted organizers of a weekend revolt, the gravest threat yet to his power as traitors who played into the hands of Ukraine's government and its allies. Speaking in a stern tone and looking tired in a five-minute TV address near midnight, Putin sought to project stability. He tried to strike a balance between criticising the uprising's perpetrators to prevent another crisis and not antagonising the bulk of the mercenaries and their hardline supporters, some of whom are incensed at the Kremlin's handling of the situation. Putin, whose troops are stretched thin in the face of a Ukrainian counter-offensive, praised the rank-and-file mercenaries for not letting the situation descend into major bloodshed. He said the nation had stood united, although there had been localised signs of support for the uprising. Earlier in the day, the head of the mercenary Wagner Group, General Progozin, who led the rebellion, defended his short-lived insurrection. He again taunted Russia's military, but said he hadn't been seeking to stage a coup against Putin. On Friday, Prigozhin had called for an armed rebellion to oust the military leadership. A former Kremlin speechwriter turned political analyst called the address weak. In a Facebook post, he said it was a sign that Putin is acutely dissatisfied with how he looked in this whole story and is trying to correct the situation. The Kremlin later showed Putin meeting with top security, law enforcement and military officials, including Defence Minister Sergei Shoigu, whom the uprising had tried to remove. Meanwhile, Western officials have been muted in their public comments on the mutiny, and President Joe Biden said that the US and NATO were not involved. Speaking at the White House, Biden said he was cautious about speaking publicly because he wanted to give Putin no excuse to blame this on the West and blame this on NATO. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.